0: So, you want to launch a subscription box and don't know where to start? Girl, you are in the right place. I'm Julie Ball. And I'm Renee Gonzalez, your host here at Subscription Box Basics, a podcast for new and aspiring subscription box entrepreneurs wanting to avoid overwhelm. So grab a coffee, some pen and paper, and let's have some fun. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Subscription Box Basics. I'm Julie Ball, your head coach. And today we're talking about software. You guys know that I geek out on software. I love trying new stuff. I love sharing the good and the bad with you. And so today we're going to be talking about a software that is somewhat new to me. So I brought on an expert to tell us all about it and how you might be able to use this with your subscription box. So Let me introduce Marissa Stone. She is a seasoned marketing pro and a part of the ad event team. Marissa, welcome
1: to the podcast. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me, Julie. And pleasure to meet you all virtually, of course. I Yeah, I've been with the team for about a year and a half. So excited to talk to you guys about how we might be able to integrate ad event with using your subscription boxes and building that community and that customer experience that I know is so critical for a subscription box it is me so um yeah just a little bit about myself i live in san diego most days very sunny today not so much we love a san diego friend and my husband and i just actually moved down here from the bay area he's uh canadian so he is like pinching himself every single day that he gets to live here which is so nice we met while traveling for i don't know back in 2018. We were digital nomading, so we love to travel. I'm obsessed with dogs. We are always at the beach surfing and doing shenanigans and whatnot. So it's great, to, it's great to meet you. If anybody else is in San Diego and looking for any recommendations, reach out to us. We're your goggles. Nice. I love San Diego. My husband was born in Escondido,
0: which is just outside of San Diego. Right so we've the- got... Yeah, we've got a little connection there. And I love that area anyhow. Just, I've gone to visit a couple of times and it's just so beautiful. There's so much to do. Not a big fan of the traffic, but I eat past that.
1: (laughs) Well, it's so funny because I keep, every time I'm talking to people about San Diego, they say that too. And I'm like, I'm not even phased at this point from Bay Area traffic, Toronto traffic, like anything. Sorry to our L.A. friends just at North, but it's, at least it's still a little bit better than L.A. Yes. Um, they're really like there's so much to do. Like you've got so much nature surrounding you between the mountains and hiking and surfing or hanging at the beach or I mean, you can go skiing and snowboarding a couple hours away. So it we are really lucky with uh, uh, where we're at.
0: Sounds like such a dream. And fun fact, I met my co-host of this podcast, Renee, in San Diego at a business what? event. Yep. So... Uh- it's got a very special place in my heart. But let's talk let's about software, because that's what we're here for. So yeah. I already kind of let in on, let you guys know what software this is. It's called Ad Event A-D-D-E-V-E-N-T. And it's a software that automates some event management tasks. And you you might be like, okay, why are we talking about this? Because we're talking about subscription boxes. Well, listen, we have been telling you guys for years now, that you can't just send a box of stuff anymore and expect it to be a big hit. You have to create experiential factors. Along the way, we've shared a lot of different ideas like uh, music playlists, downloads. But today we're going to talk more about events because you can create events around your subscription box and with your subscribers. And there's so many benefits to it. So Let's just start, Marissa, with say, telling everyone what is the software? What is Ad Event?
1: Yeah. So Ad Event basically is a platform that allows you to easily create and manage events. Um, so you're basically simplifying the process of creating those events as far as like literally creating an event that you can share with your customers. You're able to create and customize these landing pages that are automatically generated for you. You can do registration. So RSVPs. If that's something that you want to know who's coming to your events, Mm -hmm. you can promote your events really easily. So for us, the bread and butter, I think I would say of ad event is like the ability to share your events with your customers and get it on their calendars. Because there's so many people, I don't know about you guys, like we, I've been in the events world in the past, previous jobs where I've been doing webinars or I've been doing in-person events at conferences. Mm -hmm. And so many people register and they just don't show up. There's so much Attrition in events, and it's so frustrating. I know anybody that's thrown an event feels that. And so, what we help with is actually getting it on people's calendars because people really tend to drop off if it's not on their calendar. I know, like I live and breathe by my calendar. So we have the technology essentially gives you a little button where you can just click "Add to Calendar" and it's going to just take all of the work for your user out of it. And then, in addition to that, we also offer things like subscription calendars where I can say I want to subscribe to your whole calendar of events. And, and mm-hmm. it's a new event. It just pops onto my calendar. Magic. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. If yeah. it's not in my calendar, it's not happening, right? A thousand percent. Like I just, we are so busy, everybody, myself included. And it's, if it's not on the calendar, it's not happening, especially I would lose my head if it wasn't attached to me. So, right. <laughs> so it really needs to be in there. And so we're going to talk a
0: little bit about some use cases, but I want to tell you guys how I actually discovered this software. Because that's what happens so often. Maybe I'm participating in something and I see or I go through a good experience and then I start hacking it like backwards. Okay, how did they do that? So for me, ad event came up in kind of my world a couple of times. One, I had registered, shocker, for a five-day business workshop. And so after registration, I was invited to join a Facebook group and then they encouraged us to click this button to add all of the workshop, all like the live elements of the workshop to our calendars. And I was like, okay, yes, please. So I clicked mm-hmm. it and I noticed that it was through Ad Event, but it, it put it on my calendar all five days too. Yes. So it wasn't just, oh, I'm downloading this one event and it's putting right. it on my, on my calendar. It was, so it was such a good experience. I knew I wasn't going to miss those live events, the live virtual events, because I had paid for it. So that was the first time that I saw it. And then the second time, I'm an affiliate for a lot of other programs. And one of the programs that I was being an affiliate for, she had a whole bunch of events just for the affiliates. And it also shared like when the cart was gonna open, when the cart was gonna close, when different things were gonna drop. And so it automatically put everything I needed to know on my calendar. It was so easy. It was so seamless. It was so easy. So as I started to think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this could be used in so many different ways for a subscription box. So why don't we, let's kind of just like talk through a couple of use cases so that our listeners can wrap their head around how this might work for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, the first two that you've even mentioned are perfect examples. We see a ton of people that are doing coachings or workshops mm-hmm. or things like that, doing these subscription calendars so that all of the events just land on your calendar without needing to migrate that over, especially if you're paying for something. I mean, people really like, are, if if they're paying for that, they're totally invested in it. And so they want to make sure that they're not missing it. And they want to make sure, especially if they're in a different time zone that they're not converting it wrong. Yes. Like, I, like how many times I put them in my calendar. right? Uh, so yeah, so we see a ton of coaches using us for things like that. Another thing that you mentioned, right? Virtual events. So Uh specifically when we talk about subscription boxes too, like I am sure that you, the listeners probably have a wide range of things in their boxes. So try to keep it generic, but I mean, there really are so many things that you could do. So say, for example, you have a monthly webinar to showcase the things in your boxes. And so you you can do like an unboxing together where everybody could hop on to do it together. I like that. Um, Yeah. So fun, right? And or if it's like a cooking one, you could provide recipes and tips for using those ingredients on your webinar or your event. Or and I don't know why I must be hungry because I'm in the food space right now. Or if you're a celiac, right? Like you could bring on a nutritionist who's somebody who's relevant to your box subscription. Hmm? All these things that you're able to implement um, and engage with your customers who are using your box if it's in a specific niche, which, you know, usually it. And doing like virtual meets and greets, you can do stuff with founders or your employees or featured brands in a box, et cetera. So that's the first thing that I'd say is just those virtual events.
0: Yeah, just, my mind is going in a million places right, right? now. I just like thinking of some of the students that I've worked with along the way and my the box that I used to run, we used to bring a guest expert in and they still do. Carol, who now runs Sparkle Hustle Growth she brings in a guest expert every month to teach something on business because it's a business box. And so that would be great. Boxes that include
1: books. What if you include a book, have a meet and greet with the author? Oh my gosh, yes, a meet and greet. Or you could do even like a virtual book club since everybody's gotten the book around the same time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys do that in your communities right now as it stands, if there are books in it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I know whenever I read something, I want to discuss it with somebody else who's also read it. So a virtual book club or whatever it is in that business box that's being provided that you can create another touch point around is so impactful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so that's just virtual events. And that's, you could do that as a singular add to calendar if it's just one-off events, or you could do the subscription, which, like I said, allows you to add new events and it'll just pop up in there, in that calendar for them. Yeah. And the, There's not any like ongoing guesswork. and And for these things like these events or whatever it is that you're adding to the calendar, we have an easy add to calendar link so you can put it in your marketing emails. You can put it on your community pages, where, wherever your customers yes. are living and engaging with you. I love it. I love it so much. Okay, how else do you think we could use this? Yes. Okay, so the other one, I don't know if you have done this before, but recently I've gone down the rabbit hole of entering giveaways. I don't know who I think I am, but I know that subscription boxes also do giveaways. I've yes. seen quite a bit in my feeds and... and honestly, who doesn't love a giveaway. So one of the other ways that I've been thinking about and seeing, and it's funny because I actually, similar to you was a user of this, where I was registering for a giveaway. I don't know, it was like HGTV or somebody was doing something where I was like, yes, I'm going to win the house. It's my year. And so essentially, I know a lot of giveaways will send daily reminder emails. You could also do a daily calendar invitation so you can have that added to your calendar on a daily basis right so it's a reminder don't forget to enter the giveaway for x subscription mm-hmm. box right it's also again i mean people check their calendars like at least six times a day so it's another touch point where they're thinking about you they're mm-hmm. keeping your yeah. brand in your box top of mind um and that's just i mean as i'm sure like every touch point and every experience that you can do is just so valuable for your customer. Mm-hmm yeah, I don't know if you've on the flip side of it seen giveaways that do stuff like that, where they've got the, okay, remind me to enter every day, add this to my calendar button. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think about a lot of giveaways or like grant programs or scholarship programs will say you have to be present to win. And so if you have that reminder on your calendar, oh, I have to be at that virtual event, they're going to announce the winner and I have to be there to claim my prize. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So I can see how You could use it not just to promote it, but also to kind of get that the excitement at the very end where you have an audience, actually, you've attracted that audience, you've scheduled them to be there for when you announce the winner.
1: Yeah, that's brilliant, too. Like you can combine that virtual event with your giveaway and and Mm -hmm. it's like now they're excited to be there if they weren't already, which I'm sure they were, of course. Um, Yes. (laughs) And then it's funny because, so you mentioned the affiliate program that you were working with where they had the calendar of events. It's not obviously exactly the same, but it's it's pretty similar to what I was thinking around loyalty events mm-hmm. where you can have exclusive loyalty events where it's specific events that are obviously just for people who have been with your box for X amount of years. Or yeah, if you've got some gamification, oh, they, they completed this step. So they now get to be in the loyalty group. So you can have a separate calendar of events for them. Just to encourage that, of course, like retention and, and reduce your churn. And, yeah. and I mean, as we all know, like getting new customers is so much more expensive than retaining your current customer. But yeah. it, it, it's so valuable to, to, to focus on your loyal customers. Right. And so that, that was another one. And then the other one that I'm not sure if you've done this in your subscription box before or in your prior one, rather. Or with the people that you're working with, but reminders. So you know, I know myself similarly, like I've been a subscription box subscriber in the past and I've moved or I have had my credit card expire and replaced or whatever it might be. I will absolutely forget to update that stuff again because it's just on autopilot, right? It's going in the back. I don't have to think about it. It just magically comes to me like a little treat every month or every quarter or however, whatever it right. was. It's lovely. But so on the flip side of that, if I've moved, which I have moved quite a bit, or if my card is expired or what have you, it would be totally helpful to put that on your calendar. Say, if it's unique to the subscriber, you can, of course, yeah. do that. Or if it's, okay, everybody is on the same cycle for shipping day. Yeah, ship yeah or, it's shipping
0: day. Yay. like, like, like Yeah, like calendar.
1: Rem up the excitement. Okay, now I know it's coming. I can keep an eye in the mail or... I'm, yeah. that Again, with other things that you're doing but yeah i know for me it's okay right before the final cutoff date for me to update my payment method or update me shipping address or even yeah it's shipment day like we're so excited keep an eye or if you are doing we're gonna tell you a sneak peek into what's in the box Ooh, one. i like that yeah. yeah this is where you can check that out or this is if you want to pop on we're doing a live or whatever so yeah those other reminders of things that maybe aren't necessarily just an event or just mm-hmm. a giveaway or just like a loyalty thing. It's also, okay, logistically, how can we make this easier for you so that you're not forgetting or you don't have to contact customer support, right? Like, how can I take a step out of the way? <laughs> um, of like that. Any friction point.
0: Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it like that, but you're right. I've always looked at my subscription box as a 30-day cycle. There was things that happened like clockwork, yeah. on the first of the month, on the 15th or the 30th or anywhere in between. And some of that stuff did involve communication with the subscribers. And so Mm -hmm. we would email them, we would post it in the Facebook group, but how easy would it be if it was just already in their calendar? And you know what I was thinking as you were talking about loyalty and reminders, it kind of goes with both. From time to time, we would do special sales that were just for our subscribers and we would call them a membership perk. And so we would have these secret sales, and we would promote them for about a week, and they would usually be 48 hours. The sale would last for 48 hours. It was for members only. And then sometimes we would open it up to the general public, if there was anything left at that point, after the members got their first dibs on it, basically. And so as I'm thinking about what that launch runway to that secret sale would be. We could be dropping information and then also a reminder at 9 a.m. when the cart opens and you can start shopping. We yeah. we have done so many of those sales and we actually have a workshop for it. It's called our secret sale workshop. Oh, we were able to generate thousands of dollars within just a couple hours. But now I can think about if we had something like this reminder on, on their
1: calendar and also yeah i can't tell you how many times i've gotten a text or email or a surprise sale black yeah. show whatever and then it sold out and before yeah. you get there it's sold out and i'm like ah oh, oh, damn like i was so close i really want right? to whatever it is so yeah to have that on your calendar and be like okay it's starting now oh, like, i love that right now 8 a.m 9 a.m or just an all day whatever it is i feel like
0: bulbs are just going off in my head right now too i'm feeding off your energy as well and so Best think deal. about Black Friday weekend coming up. Your oh my goodness, inbox yep. is going to be just uh, like
1: you are the most popular person in the world during Yeah, this.
0: and you're going to have to dig through all that clutter or bulk yes. delete. If you've already put your deal or whatever your offer is on their calendar and they look at their calendar like You I know, just what, imagine I, cutting I through the clutter.
1: About, I had not even thought about that, but that's such a good point because there is so much noise mm-hmm. during that time and it's I mean, I know I used to work in email marketing and I would work for B2C brands and it's just boom, constantly. But yeah, having it on your calendar would cut that noise out so you can say, okay, I already know that this is the one I care about. It's on my calendar. I don't have to to find the link to that again, or I don't have to remember what those specific times and dates were. Right.
0: So I have a question about the actual calendar information if you yeah. update your calendar does it update the end user's calendar as well
1: okay so great question so the it's a complicated answer the answer is it depends on which format of add to calendar stuff you're using so okay a one-off event where yeah. you're doing add this specific event to the calendar that's going to be a one and done okay if you're using Uh, our subscription calendar, which basically is the calendar of events that is adding all of those at once. Mm -hmm. And then anytime you add a new event, it's essentially when you like go into your own calendar say it's Google calendar, you've got your calendar Mm -hmm. and then you have a separate section for other calendars. That's where that calendar lives. Okay. And that will update with anything that you change or add in the description. So if you do need to change the dates or the times, that is such a that's such a lifesaver for anybody. Has done that before, right?
0: Yes. Let me tell you a quick story. This was when I was running Sparkle Hustle Grow Box. Yes. We had a big Black Friday weekend email marketing campaign scheduled. And brace yourself. We got locked out of MailChimp that weekend. Like, oh, nothing, I got chills. I know. I know. No, nothing I know. went out. And we couldn't even log in. We ha- We had built the email sequence, but we hadn't yet triggered it. Uh, and so we couldn't even get in to email our customers. Oh Long story God. short, the next week, we told them the story. We're like, you guys won't believe what happened. You're business oh. owners. You'll get it too. And uh, so we relaunched the deal afterwards. But so many people had already spent their money on other uh, things by course. then. I'm just imagining had we been in their calendar, we could have just updated it.
1: Yes, absolutely. You would have been able to cut that whole like communication nightmare in half because it would have been on their calendar. Yeah, that first of all, that is truly a nightmare. I have, I, I like cannot express how stressed that thought just made me. <laughs> but, but no, yeah, absolutely. That's such a great point. I hadn't even considered that. And for things like that, where it's, things happen, systems go down. Absolutely. Like email marketing is a, it's a science, but it also there are flaws in it. So social media know, goes every, down. Same thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, and I know because I use, of course we use Instagram and Facebook, but also I use WhatsApp. I've got a lot of friends that are, overseas. Mm-hmm. And, and suddenly you've gotten into the way of communicating. So right. yeah, There, it's good to have backup systems in place. Yeah. And Thankfully, calendars are pretty stable for, I mean, knock on wood, right? Right,
0: right. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so fun brainstorming these ideas. Okay, you had a, a couple other ideas. Let's talk okay. about those.
1: Yeah. So the I think the the other one that I wanted to mention, I don't want to neglect people that are still in the process of starting their box program right uh-huh. um, so for launching i think another thing that you could potentially do and i, I know it kind of comes back to the virtual events but i think just another use case around that right is doing it for launching so people that have either signed up to say i want to be notified about this or when you're doing that collection right so you can put this is the launch date or on their calendar again reminders or you can organize like a virtual launch event of that or organized another virtual thing where you're getting Q&A or maybe, hey, like we're, and I don't know, I know this is, people do this a lot on social media. We're going to do a poll, which do we prefer, right? So, yes. or, hey, we're going to have a quick virtual event where everybody can like toss in some, their preference on stuff. If, if you're still building out what this subscription box is going to look like, there's a lot of pre-launch events and engagement that you can do. And then those customers are going to be so excited about it. Mm-hmm. So loyal, they feel like they've been really involved since the beginning. I think that is just like such a great way. Of course, like getting involved in the beginning and, yeah. and being able to use this technology for that.
0: I love that, and it makes me want to do a whole podcast episode about unique launching ideas, like yeah. something like that. I remember in a previous podcast I did, I created a launch team. And they, I called them my pod squad and I sent out giveaway, I, like I sent out items when they did certain things yeah. and they were just my hype squad so that when That's we so launched, right. it wasn't launching to crickets. And I, I yeah. talk about that all the time with subscription boxes too. When you're launching your box, you need to create that email list. Nurturing the email list is really important. And this would be a way to do that by creating totally. these virtual events and getting it right in on their calendar through ad event.
1: Yes. Well, and that's just the thing, too, is I as somebody who my five years prior to this was doing all email marketing. Yeah. Like you want to make sure that sure, you're collecting that email, but it doesn't stop there. You need to Mm -hmm. have that continued engagement and building those milestone moments, that aha moment that I'm loyal to this brand now or whatever it might be. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's a ton of work that you can do even before official launch that you can stay top of mind and use those emails and, and create that engagement from the get-go.
0: Yeah. So let's recap real quick. We've talked about a bunch of different ways you could use Advent with your subscription box. We've talked about virtual events, giveaways, increasing loyalty by doing like members-only things and just being on their calendar on the regular basis. If they know they're missing out on those things, if they're no longer a subscriber, maybe it'll even bring them back.
1: Yes. We talked
0: about giveaways. We talked about loyalty. We talked about reminders and launching. So yeah. there are so many different ways to use this software, so many. <laughs> and I know that Advent wasn't built for subscription boxes, but man, what a great little marriage it could be! Absolutely,
1: yeah. And it's funny because I really, I think there's just like so many opportunities here, and these are just—we're again—we're just scratching the surface, right? Yeah. And and I think there's just so much room for you to create that engagement, and like you said, it's so important to have that engagement, mm-hmm. and we've seen even. Of course, different industries like coaching. I know I've worked with some coaches that I've spoken with us, and they're they're saying like we've had a three hundred percent subscriber increase wow. since, or like their lifetime value is so much longer because yeah. they're they're engaged. The very last thing that I wanted to mention to was embeddable calendars. So I don't know if some of the boxes have different communities have membership portals. We've talked a lot about sharing links, sharing emails, having the button on your website or wherever that point of action is happening. We also have embeddable calendars. So as we talked about like those subscription calendars where it's like Mm -hmm. a multitude of events, or we talk about workshops where it's a five-day workshop. If you've got a website that you're using, if you've got a community portal that you're using, you can also embed that calendar into those portals. So so people can also see, okay, these are all of the upcoming events visually. And if I want to add that one, I can add that one. Or if I want to subscribe to the whole the whole calendar, I can subscribe to the whole calendar. So just another little, an, another way, again, it's, for me, it's just as many touch points as we can get, right? And yeah, as, as easy as we can make it for our customer and as visually pleasing, it's all about the customer experience and driving that.
0: Yeah. I think something that comes to mind just immediately, I have an amazing subscription box uh, bootcamp mm-hmm. student named, her name's Katie, and she runs Perfect. Year Cheer. And it's a box of festive items for you and your kids, but it's not monthly, Mm -hmm. it's not quarterly, but it's got its own kind of calendar that's not super intuitive because it's based around holidays. And so I can imagine how much it would help her with her customer service to just be like, okay, you've subscribed, here's your calendar so you know when things are going to ship. Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You could definitely do that. And with the embeddables, you have the option to do like a list of your upcoming ones. So it doesn't Mm. have a calendar view or you can do the calendar view, a weekly calendar view, a monthly calendar view, again, or that list. So yeah, for for something like that, you could definitely do it where you're showing the list so that you can say and see, okay, Mm. this is when the next ones are going out or these are dates that are important. So yeah, that's I hadn't even thought about that because I, yeah, like that's such a good point.
0: Oh, this has been so much fun. And I know that our listeners probably are feeding off of our energy and they're thinking about, okay, what could I put on my calendar? Where can they see some demos of this and where can they follow
1: you guys online? Yeah, that's a great question. So we are, again, it's ad event, as if you're adding the event. It's one word. So I know that sometimes gets a little bit confusing for people, but our website is just dot and on there, we have a free hobby account. So that's always going to be free, which is great. I love that we have that so people can test it out before they do it. And if you're only doing five events a month, you actually you're totally fine there. It's really got some good flexible usage there. So you can find us on our website, of course. <laughs> we are also on LinkedIn at ad event. And then on Instagram, our handle is at ad event underscore Inc. And and then we also have, of course, on Twitter or X, whatever, I don't know what we're calling it now. Yeah. That's going to be ad event underscore ink. And then lastly, we have a bunch of videos on YouTube, which I personally love because I, of course, follow along and visually see stuff. If you're looking to integrate with some of the other apps like HubSpot or whatever it is, you can absolutely see my face there. Unfortunately, I apologize if you are tired of my voice. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we're on there, but we have a lot of onboarding videos that you can watch there and demos and stuff. Or you can, of course, follow us on Facebook.
0: I'll have all those links in the show notes. So if you're listening and you want to check it out, you'll have all the links that you need. I don't know anyone else in the subscription box world kind of talking about this software right now. And so I'm so grateful that you came on to the podcast today and told us all about it. I'm excited about the opportunities and I'm already trying to think about, okay, how can I teach my students to use this as
1: a part of their launch? This is so great. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, it's been like such a delight to come up with these new use cases that like make perfect sense that I hadn't really thought too much about about the subscription box industry before, but it really does feel like such a natural pairing. Yeah. such an easy way to stand out from the crowd. And I I mean, such a crowded space, right? So it's so- I agree.
0: Yeah. And for you listeners wondering like how this even came about, just know that I saw the use of it by some of my mentors and colleagues. And then I just reached out to Marissa. It was a cold email. I said, I love the software. (laughs) And I think this could be great for subscription boxes. So if you're ever thinking about, okay, I want to collab with someone or I want to learn more about something like these outreaches still work. So don't be afraid to reach out. I know that's part of what we talk about a lot in launching a biz, any type of business, but particularly subscription box businesses is building relationships and reaching out and stuff. So I just want the listeners to know that I practice what I preach to and look at the things that come out of it. I mean, now we have got this great podcast episode. We've got this great software that has amazing use cases in the subscription box world. So
1: that's... Yeah. And on the flip side of it, I was... I mean, honestly, I was so excited to to see your email because I think it's it's so fun to see how people are using us and yeah. to learn that too. So it, to your point, don't be afraid. It's it, it's such a great experience. And worst case scenario, you end up learning a little bit, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. This has been so fun. There's going to be all kinds of information in the show notes if you're looking for those links. Marissa, thank you again for joining me today. Everybody, thanks for listening. I hope you feel inspired and excited about a new way to bring value to your subscribers. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.